0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. Now, quite often people will say, well, I know, but here it says in the Word that God says, I will smite thee with the botch of Egypt. Well, I don't know what the botch of Egypt is, but it sounds bad to me. I don't want to be smitten with it for sure. And then you read other things in the Scripture. You read where the children of Israel were out in the desert there and was wandering in the wilderness. It says that God sent fiery serpents among them and bit them and they died. Now, see, this leaves God looking like a pretty cruel fellow, doesn't it? But now, Dr. Robert Young, who is the author of the Young's Analytical Concordance, in fact, I have one in my study, he was the foremost authority on the Hebrew language in the whole world, I suppose, Now, it's out of print now, but he had a book out several years ago that was called Hints to Bible Interpretation. Now, in that book, Dr. Young says that the Hebrew words here, when it was translated into the King James Version, because the Hebrew and the English were not compatible in this, where it says that I will smite thee or I will put these diseases upon thee, he says the Hebrew really doesn't say that. Now, you see, I don't know what it says. I'm not a Hebrew scholar. But now this man is supposed to be, was supposed to be the foremost authority on the Hebrew language. And he said that the Hebrew verb could not be translated into English in the exactness, so it was translated in a causative sense in the English language, instead of a permissive sense. In other words, God was saying that I will permit these things to come upon you. Now, that makes a difference. When you realize that what God was really saying to the children of Israel, it's not my will that these curses destroy you from off the face of the earth. It was the will of God that they hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord their god and be obedient to that where all the blessings would come upon them now as they did that they were under the umbrella of protection of the old covenant you see under the old covenant if you got out from under it it was the letter of the law brother and if you didn't keep it the curses hit you in the face and when they got out from under it then the curses came And it's really unfortunate that it was translated that way into the English language because it throws a shadow on the truth of what God really is. It makes God look like a villain in the Old Covenant. But now let me just say a few things here that will help you get an insight into that. The Bible says that God is the same and he changeth not. Now, if you've read the Old Covenant and then come over into the New Covenant, you'll find out that there is a very different language in the New Covenant. And it doesn't even seem to be the same God. Israel knew God. They saw him as a fire-breathing, wrath-breathing God. And quite frankly, most of the people under the Old Covenant because there was not the inside and the light that we have today they believed that everything that happened to them came from God that was their theology now there was not a whole lot revealed in the old covenant about the devil just wasn't a whole lot said about it and if you don't believe that get you strong concordance and look up the word devil Satan and all of those words that refer to him under the old covenant in the Old Testament Yeah, I think you can count them on your hands. I think seven, eight, or ten times is about all that's mentioned. Well, you see, God didn't mention a whole lot about it because there was not a whole lot they could do about it. He didn't reveal much about the devil because there was no power under the old covenant to resist the devil and stop what he was bringing against the people. Now, the sickness and disease comes from the evil one. It does not come from God. Now, just stop and think with me for a minute. I mean, use some common sense. There was no sickness or disease in the earth until Satan showed up on the scene. None. Until sin came. Sickness came with sin. Now, even though that was true under the old covenant, the children of Israel, as long as they followed God's direction... There was not one sick among them. There were millions of Jews that came out of the land of Egypt, and none of the diseases of the Egyptians would fasten itself upon them. That covenant of protection, even though they were in bondage, and even though they were slaves, they were well. I mean, they tried to feed them with just bread and water and tried to make them sick, and they just got stronger. And he led that whole tribe out, millions of them, and not one sick person among them. Now, that was the power of the blessing of the covenant of God and the protection of that covenant. But once they strayed out from under that covenant, see, in the wilderness, they disobeyed God. They said, we're going to die in the wilderness. You've brought us out here to die and their very words pronounced their own judgment. Snakes came among them and bit them and they died. And it's very unfortunate that it was translated that God sent the fiery serpents among them. But ask yourself this, if they had been obedient to what God said, would the serpents have come? No. Then it was actually their disobedience, wasn't it? that caused the serpents, caused their death, and that caused the sickness and the disease that came later. It was not because God had put sickness upon them. You see, the Bible tells us, as far as heaven is concerned and as far as God is concerned, the Bible says that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Now, you know, we have enough sense to know that Sickness and disease is not of light, it's of darkness. Sickness is death started in your body. And if you don't control it, it will kill you. See, the word says that death is the last enemy that shall be destroyed. Death is an enemy of man, and it's an enemy of God. So if God is lighted and in him is no darkness at all, then God changeth not, then we have to realize something. There's some things in the old covenant that we need to take a second look at. God was not the perpetrator of all the evil that came upon these people. What they did, they opened their self to the curse when they walk out from under that covenant. And the curses hit them in the face. Now let me give you a simple illustration that will help you understand. Let's say that it's raining outside and just pouring. And I come in here and announce to you folks, it's coming a flood outside. Don't go outside. Water is four foot deep running down the street out here. And somebody says, I'm going to go see And they walk outside and the water sweeps them away and they go down the you know down the drain down there somewhere and somebody said look what brother caps did to that brother (laughs) no i just told him what was out there now if he's dumb enough to go out there it's not my fault i told him so he wouldn't go do you understand what i'm saying you could say it two or three ways you know if they had a circus in town and the lions got out and they hadn't eaten for three days and you say don't go out the door there's four hungry lions out here on the parking lot hadn't eaten in three days don't go out there somebody says I'm going to go see you're a dummy and you're probably not coming back <laughs> but now you see This is a situation that God had on his hand. He had told him, here's the way it is. Now let me say something here. It was not just that way because God said it. Now listen to what I'm saying. It was not just that way because God said it, but God said it because it was that way. I'm going to let that hang there a little bit. Some of you said, what? (laughs) You see, it didn't make it that way just because God said it. It was already established by God. That way is the reason he told them about it. So the botch of Egypt wouldn't get on them. So all these other things would not happen to them. But yet, they disobeyed then it came upon them. The curses hit them. So Dr. Young says that it was translated in the causes sense into the English translation when it should have been an allowing sense, that God allowed it. Now, you see, God had to allow sickness to come because his word was out. It was already established. It was part of the covenant. It could not be changed. Now, if we realize that God is on our side and he's not out, making people sick and giving them cancer and trying to bless them with all the sickness in the world. You know, there's people that believe that, well, you know, this sickness is of God. Well, if it is, if sickness were of God, where did he get it? Where would God go to get sickness? It's like that song that David Engels sang. If God were to give you sickness, he'd have to steal it first because he doesn't have any. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is CD offer number 7241. It's called, What Are Doctrines of Devils? Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Now, you might say, what in the world is he talking about here? Well, in 1 Timothy 4, Paul said, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanded to abstain from meats which God has created, to be received with thanksgiving of them that believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. It is sanctified, he says, by the word of God and prayer. So this is what we're talking about, the fact that today there are a lot of people that believe that God puts sickness and disease on people, and quite frankly, they get that from the Old Testament, but you have to understand that in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the first 15 verses tells you the blessing of the law, and then After verse 15, it talks about the curses of the law. You'll be blessed coming in, going out in the basket in the store, if you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God and do it. But if you don't, you'll be cursed coming in, going out. Cursed shall be your basket and your store and so on. And he goes on to say that the Lord will make pestilence cleave to thee until you're consumed from off the land, and the Lord will smite thee with consumption. In one place it says the botch of Egypt. Now, I don't know what the botch of Egypt is, but it's bad, and you don't want it, and God's not going to give this to people. He allows it to come because of their disobedience. Ask yourself, if they obeyed God and kept the word, they would have been blessed. The Word of God is both a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing if you keep it. It's a curse if you don't. CD offer, $7241. 2 CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus